0: everyone welcome to joyful abundance happiness podcast our self coaching christian coaching podcast based on godly wisdom and bible principle focused on three main topics which is joyful lifestyle abundance mindset and happiness habits all according to the bible and god's word so i hope you would love love coaching yourself through god's word and the bible principle and we could help you coach your way to the godly way and uh, have a happy joyful abundance happiness life continuously till the end all right so here we are we are starting our march 2022 theme discussions and let me introduce the march 2022 the theme is money and riches in times of crisis and the theme scripture of the month of march 2022 is Revelation 317 you say i am rich and i have acquired riches all right so yep i've introduced this month of march theme and i would just like to ask you personally how is your new year 2022 is going by in the first few months like you know it's third month first quarter is gone off and um we have seen the volcano eruption, Omicron, we went through Omicron, we went through volcano eruption, Tonga, and we have uh, seen the Russian invasion war on February 25th, and now end of the March, we are welcoming spring, it's beautiful weather, beautiful, the trees are going green again, it's like resurrection from the dead, you know, and it's, beautiful spring is coming we're welcoming and a month to celebrate woman history month and though i do not participate like i am no gender biased i think but yet yeah there's a but i love woman empowerment like every day every day as a woman i know i mean statistically we are backward and we need to empower one another every day of our life support one another well so back to our theme talk so yeah i'm just to highlight that again to recap brief introduction about me again let me introduce i am um jana Key, the life coach and the yeah Joyful Abundance Happiness podcast it's all about christian coaching and life coaching like you know coaching our life to joyful lifestyle you know with godly wisdom abundance mindset with godly thoughts like thinking god thoughts how he thinks taking in consideration bible's perspective and happiness habits like production of holy spirit god's holy spirit in our lives like peace joy love positivity goodness kindness mildness love and all things like and kingdom work busy in god's work like ministry like you know all these three things it's focused on and what i want like to you know coach myself and um would love to help to coach anybody are interested in that and of course uh, you can freely reach me and if you want to know more join subscribe follow joyful abundance happiness and um, of course main thing is to follow the main creator our God Jehovah and the heavenly father his son Jesus Christ follow his footsteps you know that's the main source of your supply whatever you need your money your health or whatever guidance support wisdom discipline self-control everything comes from him so yeah my motto is always to put God first as he is perfect loyal we are like we can trust him hundred percent and with then you know anybody in the world or any wisdom of the world so again recapping back to month of january we talked about life's purpose so this is uh you know And the month of January, we talked about our new two thousand twenty-two goals and our life's purpose. What like our passion, our goal, and you know dreams, you know, and our affirmations for the whole year. That's what I discussed. And as a life coach, right? So I discuss every part of life, every field of life that's important for our self-care, self-growth but based on god's word you know according to his ways not uh, not the worldly ways so um i mean of course that doesn't mean that worldly ways are not good or whatever whatever but they are good you know (laughs) of course i live in the world and i can't avoid it but you know whatever good of the world i take it and then on top of that i put it on god's hand you know god this is the good things that i find in the world and this is the way that i want to do please show me guide me how do you think about it how should i think like how do you view it and which way should i go life turn or which should i take which should i not take from the world so that's all it's about you know so again in the month of february we talked about relationships and uh the meaning of true love and how to is toxic love and how can we continue to stay in love and to show even a tough love to our enemies like yeah so that was the second month we discussed that and third month is the finances i talked about money and and i'm about to start it so these are all very important part of our life of self-care so there are 12 every 12 like months I have a special theme for each part of our life that we need to self that that helps us to you know care it's like for self-care and self-coaching that's the main thing christian coaching life coaching all this 12 part of our life that is so essential to our whole being our soul and you know to you know yeah to attain our purpose to align accordingly to it going to that frequency and how you know without these 12 fields 12 12 things that we should you know we would not be able to receive a total balance in our life and that would like we might be lacking something and um without that it's hard for us to be really really happiness and peace so i hope you will continue to follow me along with the 12 months until the end of this december so yeah rest of the f- life like you know the field uh that i'm going to talk about like following month on april i'm going to talk about environment and i'm going to talk about some more other field that i have to talk about for let's say self-esteem spirituality nutrition exercise stress mastery work and play and healthcare. so these are all i'm going to talk every like uh, you know through each month month of april i'm going to talk about environment but yeah on march we're talking about finances and february we talked about relationship January, we talked about life's purpose that's very essential when we start the beginning of the year and of course i talk about this field you know this theme like according to each importance in our life so life purpose is always number one you gotta you know start your new year with that that's very essential and timely as well love and relationship like you you can't get to the top. You can't reach your goal. You can't be like human, you know, without loving, without love, without relationships. You can't be success alone in the world. You need people's hands. So maintaining good relationships is so essential for success, reaching our goals, and our and also our happiness. So that's uh, Mother February and march is finances that's the that's so important part of the life because that's daily bread that we eat if we don't have finances that we don't have daily bread you know to eat and we go hungry we get ill we get die you know and we won't feel happy so we gotta be really 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 self-coach ourselves on that and um gain that skills so Yep, I've just introduced you the theme and um, the theme scripture and also the theme discussion questions that we're going to discuss is first it's what is the God of riches viewpoint about materialism? How did God Son, Christ Jesus' view about materialism when he lived on earth as a man? second question is how does the god of riches and poverty in god's kingdom what difference will it be then third question why is it important to help others with our riches fourth question which scripture about money and riches is relatable to me what financial skills i learn where i can apply so yep these are four questions that we're about to discuss and um before i start the discussion i just like to mention that um we just don't discuss and the theme right so every time i have a theme discussion i have this year of 2022 i have included a challenge like you know according to the theme topic that we would do certain challenge challenge task to the theme theme related challenge tasks. so of course, on um, in January, we had seven days challenge. In February, we have five days challenge. March, we're going to have a three days challenge. And um, in three days challenge, I'm going to cover all those questions. So on the day one, we're covering the question number one. So what is the God of Riches viewpoint about materialism? So you can turn to Revelation 3, 17, 18. The answer is briefly, straightly, plainly, clearly right there. If you can turn to your Bible and read that scripture. By the way, just to let you know if you're listening to this Christian coaching podcast, please have your Bible handy. And if you like, maybe just a notebook or a note and pen or you know, just or maybe just Record the audio, or maybe just download the podcast, so you can listen all over again and again whenever you need to, and um, whatever works best for you. But if you have God's Word, the Bible, with you, is the best. So Revelation three seventeen to eighteen is written because you say, "I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable." poor blind and naked i counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed and that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see i don't know which translation is this but um yeah i just uh know that the scripture from one of the bible that i just yeah forgot to check which translation it is so yeah so it's written clearly over there that how god view about materialism we can see clearly that god view it if we just confide in material life and we think that we don't need nothing, we are actually very poor. So, in God's eyes, this whatever materialism, whatever gold, riches, money, notes, whatever that we have, everything just comes from Him. And you know, He can just make it like He makes the star, moon, sun, sky, ocean, and life. He is the creator of everything, maker of all things that's existence and that everything that we get is from him so um now we think that we are above than God and we don't need no God and there is no one superior and we just uh, confide in that paper note like materials thing that's just gonna get ruined tomorrow or you know maybe Robert's gonna rob that money off and um anytime it could you know and we the things can get expire and damaged and ruined so yeah God said plainly that they, that this yeah if you're thinking that you're rich you are poor so that's how God view materialism that it's nothing it's in it's indeed deprived of everything the real riches that he's going to give like a real one that's refined in the fire and the white garments that you know a real clothing that god's going to provide so there's another real riches that comes from god that he's the source the god of riches and also, let's check the Deuteronomy 8, 17 to 18 or 19, 20. So you can read, really, you know, it's good for us. But I'm just going to focus on 17 to 18. It's a you may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember that Jehovah, your God, for he is who for for is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant which he swore to your forefathers as it is today yep so yep if we think that oh it's my hand I make money I have such talents such skills and yeah that's me 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 but actually yeah it's everything coming from him 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 you know that he gave us this life He gave us this body, this temple. This gave us that power, energy, good health, everything. The light, sunlight, right? The oxygen, the rainbow. So all the materials in the world is coming from Him. Everything owned by Him. So, yeah. Yes, we should have a... It's important to have a balanced viewpoint, you know. And always acknowledge that He is the only source of supply. He is the main provider. And everything, you know, comes from Him. So, if we think that it's all coming from us, then we are totally, totally, totally. That is, um, we think that it's coming from us, that God view us as a really, um, naked shameful and poor people he'll be just pity on us if you think like that so all right so the first questions part b you know it talks about ask that the the theme question how did God's son, Christ Jesus, view about material life when he lived on the earth as man? So, okay, we just view those two verses, how the heavenly father of Jesus Christ viewed about materialism. But now, what about Jesus Christ? How does he view? Let's read Matthew 6:26. It says, look at the birds. Your heavenly father feeds them. And uh, you are far more valuable to him than they are. So, he is pointing out the authority that his father his heavenly father jehovah god is the provider main provider and uh so he's pointing that god is sole provider that he the god of riches everything all things coming from him so and let's read another verse is matthew 6 uh, 626 or oh, let's see what was that um Uh, where it's written foxes have holes and birds birds uh, of the air have nests but the son of man has no place to lay his head yes how did God's son Christ Jesus view about material life when he lived on earth as man so he's already said that God is the sole provider and now he is himself telling that he doesn't have a castle where he can have a private, big, whole castle house and feels like you know, and the whole city or whole island for himself. There's nowhere that he ever say that, but instead he say that he doesn't even have a place to lay his head. So he has lived very simple life. He just. Cared about daily necessities and whatever he need for today. And daily bread and relied upon God every day. And he never uh, accumulated himself riches. Nor uh, he taught his disciples to gain like, you know, collect or be greedy and covet for going after like teaching them to go after the treasures, like you know, collecting a castle, houses, big big things, big big cars or whatever. Jesus lived a simple lifestyle, and his uh, job was to do God's will, and that was all his focus on kingdom work. And he lived a very simple life. He didn't have a house nor nothing. He just lived every day, you know, and meeting his needs. Alright, so then, what did, like, you know, what example, what model that he left for us regarding the materialism? You can check in your Bible, Matthew 6, 9 to 13. It's the Lord's Prayer. Very famous model prayer that he asks us to, you know, pray and follow. It says, our Heavenly Father Jehovah which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debtors. Of our debts and as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation and, but deliver us from evil for thine the kingdom the power and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Yep, yep, yep. So he taught us to pray to give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. So we are asking, we're turning to God for you know s- you know, providing for us every day, our daily needs and necessities. And you know like Matthew 6:33, he mentioned that if we keep seeking God first in our life, everything else we need will be provided by our Father. He will take care of us and our needs. When we take care of God's needs, God wants God's will, right? Kingdom work, kingdom ministry, that His kingdom comes soon here, replace the government, human government, and uh, that His will be done soon so okay that's the answer for the question one of the theme discussions how do you feel about that and um just share your comments or anything you have any questions you can contact me directly through the social media whatsapp or yeah email or anything okay so now day one of money challenge is money prayer so here let us follow the model of jesus christ and we just try to put it in our own words our own circumstances and pray to god like pray for financial needs we can pray like also we can pray for any kind of financial problems maybe we made some mistakes we ask for forgiveness maybe financial healing or maybe we can ask for self-control in finance that we don't overspend or that we stay in the budget and that we you know be more um, generous and do you know spend invest in kingdom works so versus to pray during financial hardship especially if you're facing especially if you're in a war zone and you are having facing a financial crisis there's a special verses that you can remember to pray, and uh, it's Philippians 4:19, Luke 12:29, 31, Proverbs 14:23, Acts 20:35, Philippians 4:12. So I hope you can remember the scripture, note it down, jot it down, and turn it, read it, pray about it according to your circumstances and. Um, and um, just uh, after you pray about it and actually before even you do the prayers you got to, the money challenge is there's three tasks to do you got to ask yourself the money values so what is like your core values for money, right? so um, before you even pray that you got to check yourself what is your money goals, what is your budget, and you know, so, you gotta make sure you've, you know, you know, (laughs) you know, your money goals, and you also have drafted out your budget, so you know that, you know, what you have to pray for, so you just don't pray Like, okay, I need, like, I know, please help me, Father. Like, I'm having a hard time financial crisis. I need a healing or I made a mistake. Please give me wisdom. Just be very into detail with your God. Like, you know, with, with Heavenly Father in the prayer. Just like the way that you discuss so much in detail with your therapist or life coach or anybody. Like, you know, be so much detail. To God, then, with anybody in the whole wide world, because you might let's pray this. You might pour your heart to the people of the world around you, or your loved ones, or anybody, like therapists. You know that who has the best concern for you, who is going to listen with the best understanding. It's only our Heavenly Father. So whenever you have to, you want to every time go to the prayer, just be clear, clear, clear and be very detailed in it. Okay, so just ask yourself core value questions about money. So that's I've already um I have that uh those questions in the video. You can check it out in the TikTok or YouTube. So... I'm not gonna say it right here but there are value questions like you know what is my core values for money and uh, why am I saving why am I spending why am I making financial decisions that I'm making am I how can I align my finances with my core values so I get more of what I care about and less of what I don't so maybe the core value could be like save with impact spend with intention so what makes me trigger, what makes me time, how could I spend with no guilt and ha- and just draw it down to your diary and pray to the God of Jesus about it. And then, um, yeah, just uh, don't forget to create yourself a monthly budget or bi-weekly budgeting or weekly budgeting, however it works for you. Got to be very clear about your expenses in very, very, very detail. Okay, so your income also all in detail and uh, your expense, your loans, your debts. just be very clear. You have to have an all round knowledge on it. Okay, the monthly budget, bi-weekly budget, how many paychecks you're going to get to the monthly, month, at month, or every day, or maybe every week, or every two weeks, just uh, make the budget and... How much you want to save, what's your income goals, expense goals, savings goal, what actually happened. <laughs> also, if you record it, you can track your progress. And um yep, and you can talk to God about it so you are more clear. Okay, so yeah, just one of the sample of the money prayer that I'm gonna pray right now, okay. So let me pray this for all of you, okay? All of you dear listeners. So dear dear Heavenly Father Jehovah God, thank you very much, Father, for the things that we have, those things we had, and that which we will have. You are our only pure source and our provider. May we never forget to thank you for your goodness and grace May we strive to spread the word of your brilliance every day you kindly give to us. Father, kindly help us to be content. Teach us to rely on you when our finances are strained and to trust that you will provide for our future. Keep teaching us to properly manage our finances and keep faith with us when we slip up in pursuit of our financial goals. Grant us courage when we're facing difficult times. The courage to trust and to press on knowing that you will make a way. Ensure our faith never diminishes and we always continue our unwavering faith in you and everything you stand for. Give us the wisdom to save well, the self-control to spend within our means and the common sense to cut back when we need to. Finances have put strain on so many lives, so many relationships, marriages, and every one of us, like as we know that poverty is the main problem in the whole globe, and um, majority of the percentage of us are struggling in. So may you help us to grow in this area May you help us with the financial literacy, literacy and money skills so that it may never come in between our service to you and may we invest more into your kingdom work and impact. Pray that you protect us from the evil, evil temptation, from the greed and covetousness, of the money and um, for any evil deeds that harm our uh, friends or families or the other person just for the greed of the money any bad intention please help us to uh, fight it all those temptations and intentions but we save the money with impact making a kingdom impact impacting lives of our loved ones and everyone around us and yes uh, we pray for forgiveness if we have made some sins unknowingly from financially spend like excessively on things that's not supposed not what you according to your will or just wasted any money father and may we continue to be changed Continue gain knowledge, continue to walk in your righteousness, in your way, be guided by you. We pray all this, we pray all this, pray, pray protection for us and our loved ones and everyone. And we pray all this in the name of your only begotten Son, Christ Jesus. Amen. All right, so that's the day one challenge. So just completed. The one challenge, again, I repeat, is to ask yourself money value questions. What is your goal? What is your core goals? How much you want to, you know, why are you saving? Where are you spending every time? You know, and uh, how can you align it with your core values, right? And after you ask yourself money value questions, make a budget accordingly. Like, what's your goal? So you have a little bit clear goal on what you you know wanted to save how much you want to spend because now you have your core value you have your money value right so just accordingly you make your own budget aligning with your core values and third is to pray lord it over god like you know please help me to reach my goal financial goal that i can save this much i can do that much so i can freely worship you know you and nothing can stop me like you know that it could not be an adversity coming in between my relationship with God and with my people that I could you know impact lives like you know not waste money stuff like that gain wisdom financial literacy that was the day one money challenge so now let's start it let's start a day two so day two we're gonna have a discussion. How does the God of riches and poverty in God's kingdom what difference will it be then? So, in God's new world, there will be a good housing and abundance for all. It's promised in a lot of Bible verses. Like Isaiah chapter 35, 25, 65. The book of Isaiah has a lot of prophecy about the future. Revelation 21, 3 and 4 as well. Luke 6 to 23. Psalms as well. 67, 6. Psalms 72, 12 to 16. Isaiah 25, 6. Isaiah 35, 1. Isaiah 65, 21 to 22. Matthew 23, 11 to 12. Yeah. So I don't have time to read all of the scriptures. But of course, it has promised that in God's new world that there will be good housing and abundant food for all. Nobody's going to lack nothing. In a new world, under the rule of God's kingdom, the entire earth will be transformed into a paradise of plenty. Without any trace of poverty, there's going to be 0% poverty. 100% everybody rich. Isn't that so? loving isn't that so exciting as well you know that's the way it should be you know that's the way it should meant to be why only one person get to leave right why not all you know yeah so also why is it important to help others let's go back to the discussion question number three two we already answered and number three question is why is it important to help others with our riches it's important because jehovah god who is the supplier of all things if god has so abundantly supplied food clothes and things needed for needful for living then why do we need to rob the poor that it was already here and in the nature and you know why can't everyone just you know peacefully in harmony like share and care and use it utilize and everybody have their own you know life right but why just only you know keep it for the rich you know so because just that's the provision for everybody so that but only one percent or two percent riches are they not sold for themselves that's like being covetousness so um this is said in luke 12 15 to take care you must be on your guard against any form of greed for a man's life do not does not belong to him no matter how rich he is is plainly said and a plainly, plainly caution to be, not to be greedy, but share and care whatever you have with those who does not have anything, and um, that doesn't mean that you just go out and just reach out to the, you know, homeless people and just get out of your car and give them clothing here to everyone, it's just not like that, doesn't mean like that, you gotta be careful, cause it could be dangerous, but um, of course, like, um, the other way is like you know especially in the house of god when you go your brother sister need help you know you someone you know that need help or, or anyone around you you know you don't have to go there on the street and start doing some things you know it could be dangerous too and um but yeah just uh just even if you want to do it just do it skillfully and tactfully and cautiously safely okay so that's all i want to say but yeah there's a council for rich people if you are in the one percent that you're listening to this podcast or if you are just millionaire and you uh you have a house you have a car and you are just you have everything in your life and you just did nothing you think like i mean you know right you why you need anything when you have comfortable life and when you have such comfort like who would go out of the comfort zone and just see what's the world outside they will will never know right but uh, it's not your fault and it's just the way it is this comfort and riches material things and life in the world today can blind us and um, so we'll be so into it we do not see the world outside and but if you are rich, so it's written first Timothy six seventeen to nineteen that in the present it's to not to be haughty, but be good and rich in good works like charities. And um, rich people can often be do more good than others because you guys have means to do so. You guys have more capabilities. You guys are blessed to you know with that capability to do good. You know some people wants to do good. Somebody wants to you know be rich in good works but uh-uh they don't have that capability but you are lucky one you are fortunate to have that one not lucky i'm so sorry i don't ever believe in luck <laughs> no no all right so fortunate right it's god gifted so be ready to give is reminiscent to you know be ready to give not to set uh so generous and ready to share and be willing to share so those lacking in means can benefit from the wealthier brother or sister sharing what they have so you know when you're ready to give you're willing to share you are in- investing it's a good investment you know it's a good investment that you invest in god's people in god's work and in god himself so you are going to be rich not only on earth but only in the heavens so if you're doing that you're sharing doing whatever you can and being so generous oh my gosh you are you are rich here and above in god's eyes as well so that's just the best of all And uh right, so there are um other uh, scriptures for if we are not even rich, we just live day to day, then that's just be happy, just remember the son of man, like a son of God. Christ is just example that he lived day by day, day by day, daily bread. So he himself told Satan the devil that you know when he tempted him. That he answered a man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God so whatever situation wherever we are we've got to see how can it be part of God's purpose right and uh, there's a part for everybody and there's a you know we got to know our why are we here? Why are we at this stage of our life? Like, how does God want me to live? And how can I still, you know, accomplish God's will in this stage, in this circumstances, in this environment I am in? Until you do your God's will, you are able to do it. You are the winner. You are the richest person. You are, you know, as well, as equal as the rich man. So its equals as long as we live by God's word, do according to his will and be free of covetousness and be generous even if we don't have anything we can still be generous with our money or I mean if, if we don't have money then we can also be with the time and talents so for example if you are a judge then you got to speak up and judge fairly defend the rights of the poor and needy like Proverbs 31 9 says or if you are leader or you are a president or you are high authority you have job that has a high power not to abuse it not to suppress the weak one but instead talk and defend them so also uh, like like not to be dishonest and dwindlers money dwindlers like you know or forgery doing some things to you know that's illegal proverbs 19 one warned as well proverbs 1917 says to donate like you know encourage like those who are gracious to the poor and to the lord and the lord will fully repay them so you don't have to worry you're not going to be out of your money when you just give it out and share It will come back to you in double fold. The God has already promised. That he will repay you. So yeah. The day 2 money challenge. Homework to do is to ask yourself. How can I invest. What I have for God's kingdom service. How much percentage. What ways. Time. Talents. Money. Make your list. Either you want to invest by time. Spending. Or talented. Or money. Whatever it is to make your list. So make kingdom impact kingdom alignment thy kingdom comes so how can you be part of God's purpose in financially and, and with whatever you have right it's a time to think about it and make lists list and refer, reference Bible verses are 2 Corinthians 9-7 Matthew 6-1 Galatians 6-6 Deuteronomy 23-19 1 Peter 4-10 and Acts twenty thirty five so now we are down to the last uh, third day money challenge and also the last question question number four is for a and b there's a two part okay which scriptures about money and riches is relatable to me let me share which scriptures is relatable to me of course ecclesiastic 712 which acknowledges that money is a protection proverbs 28:20 20 says though that the one hastening to get rich will not remain innocent. And another scripture that's still relatable to me, 1 Timothy 6.9 that those who are determined to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and many senselessness and harmful desires. So these scriptures, all these three scripts help me to maintain a balanced view of money. You know how in the world today there's so many get-rich-quick schemes and there's so many courses to take for freedom financial or to become a multi-millionaire or like, you know, how it's just, you know, so much, some people, they get scammed, they got frauded, they got forgery. Just because somebody wants to get rich fast, so just gotta be careful out there. So that you know, we just do not be too much obsessed with money, that we fall into those scams, and that's that's the main thing that the scammers use to scam us. So we gotta be careful that we continue to have maintain a balanced view that we do not worship money and forget about God. So self-examination questions for checking my balance viewpoint on money is like, Am I attracted to get rich quick schemes or do I find it difficult to be generous with my money? Do I tend to make friends with people who constantly talk about money and the things they own? Do I resort to lying or to other unethical practices in order to make money? does money make me feel important am i always thinking about money is my attitude toward money adversely affecting my health and family life so these are the questions that i can ask myself to maintain the balance if it's yes then there's something wrong with it i gotta change it so all right question for part b is what financial skills i can learn and where i can apply so yeah there's a, another scriptures. Hebrews thirteen five says to be free of the love of money. The Bible recommends and Luke twelve fifteen says that to guard against every sort of greed and to Hebrews thirteen sixteen says to not to forget to do good and to share what you have with others. Acts twenty thirty five says if we if I can, you know, learn that skills to be more generous. But minus never covetousness. The benefit is that in Acts 235 says that there's more happiness in giving than there is in receiving. So the more that I give, the more that I share, the more happiness is going to be built within me, inside my heart. And um, in my life, I'm going to make my father, the Heavenly Father we the so forever more happy because he gave us to, in, you know, enhance our life. And whatever we have, we gave, give to enhance others' life. It's just like imitating God's personality, love and giving, kindness and sharing. So, and another benefit that we can have is also generous person will prosper, and whoever refreshes others will himself be repressed. Because God is watching and he is going to reward us. So, yes, that's the whole benefit. And also, just the skills I learned is not to be covetous. And second skills is to be like Proverbs eleven four it says, Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. So in the times of crisis, need to trust God with my money or any needs. He owns everything anyway. So whenever God comes, God comes to judge on the judgment day. The money that we have is not going to. We can't bribe with God, and whatever this money that we have, we can't buy God's forgiveness or God's compassion or anything. So yeah. But when we do be rich in God's, in heavenly, then we can pass the judgment day and uh, we're not going to have no trouble and benefit to live forever on his kingdom, be chosen to be resident under his kingdom. Second, final skills that I learned is, according to Proverbs 1970, it says, whoever generous, generous poor lands to the Lord and he'll repay him. Many times I've repeated these verses again and again in the time of crisis need to be generous to others so we get back help generously. Even the people that we help will repay us, reward us for that help that we provide them. So it's always important to maintain good relationship by giving and showing care because who knows, you might need some help next time and you have somebody there helping you back because you help them right so it's important as well to know in the crisis where you whom to contact in crisis so especially it's important to maintain in contact or in relationship with those people that can help you in crisis so you better. gotta know them and just save a few numbers and names Third, financial skills that I can learn is to continue taking knowledge of financial literacy to prepare and plan and for the time of crisis and to avoid damage and get best protection. According to Proverbs 21.5 says, the plan of the diligent leads surely to abundance, but everyone who's hasty comes only to poverty. So, budgeting skills. I've just sharpened my budgeting skills. Like uh three budgeting strategies shared by the female finance. Mm-hmm. They said 50, 30, 20. 50% is your needs, 30% your wants, 20% savings, debt payoff. Yep, so these are some budgeting strategies. Are we gonna do monthly, weekly, or daily, or you know, that's all. And also, um, I have collected some of the important resources for financial crisis or any other disaster. Like how do I learn more about financial literacy and uh, you know, measuring my financial health. So how can I measure my financial health? It is by asking myself these questions. That is from the Bright Millennial page. You can also check it out. And there are how many, three, six questions to ask to check the f- and measure the financial health. How prepared are you for unexpected events? Do you have an emergency fund? What is your net worth? It is, Is it positive or negative? Do you have the things you need in life? How about the things that you want? What percentage of your debt would you consider high interest, such as credit cards, Is it more than 50%? Are you actively saving for retirement? Do you feel you're on track to meet your long-term girl? Do you have enough insurance coverage, whether it be for health or life? Yep, these are some of the questions that can help you measure financial health and other resources. You can go online, check it, like financial acumencourse.com is it's a place where you can take some financial literacy class i think it's kind of free and also the fema page it helps us to learn about how to prepare and take action you know when the crisis comes that's the least that you can find from fema website you can check it out yourself you got to know these important, you know, contacts or websites that can help you to, you know, survive in crisis is very essential. You have a good family planning and have an emergency kit, or travel, you know, bag, uh, like, you know, ready. So, yeah, those are the some stuff that I learned. And now uh, there's, you can check the video or TikTok page for more details so yeah, this month of march was so so much growing in the finances world like with financial literacy and it is one of the most deprived deprived knowledge in every part of the world every part of the world money is important in every part of the world but money knowledge financial literacy is lacking in every part of the world isn't it sad yep and also by the way there are more than thousands of scriptures about the money from the Bible verses but you can choose whichever scriptures you like Okay, thousands and thousands of it oh, no. Well, so that's why it is so important, important part of our life and um I hope you enjoyed my podcast. I'm at the end of the financial challenge, so last money, three day, three challenges to collect resources for financial literacy, like emergency contacts, emergency plan so yep, be ready for any type of crisis and um not to be overly worried. Always remember that your grand creator, the God Almighty, the perfect, the loyal, the God of love, the God of riches. He's your sole provider. Just, Just walk according to His ways, His wisdom. And be assured that He'll take good care of you. And he's promised he has promised in his word the bible he has promised so he's god who keeps his word so and um to know more always go to study the bible again and pray about it and of course to study the bible alone it's kind of hard to understand and um Yeah. May you just continue to pray for God to reveal and the deeper wisdom of His Word and guide you every day. Continue meditate. Do not give up. Just read many, many times. Because when I read the Bible for the first time, I had no idea what is going on. And I have to read it several times and I'm getting more and more understanding. And it does, it's not for anybody who wants to get doctor degree degree or doctorate on it god just reveals himself and his wisdom to those people who are so passionate about him who loves him with whole heart soul mind strength if you're listening yep to this podcast you are that one that special one and if you're just listening to just check it out with just intention of just like checking out and just don't want to listen back again then i don't know um are just curious and uh, maybe you don't like it then um then yeah you go you can go walk on your own ways i go walk on my own way so we have our own way to the happiness and joyful abundance lives right so we make our own ways so But if you want to make it on a God ways, then yep, check all the Bible reference scripture that I've mentioned in the podcast and not here to change your religion or anything. Okay. And um, any other questions you have about uh, the podcast, the topic, the theme, the scriptures or anything, even God's name, Jehovah, if you have any questions, just message me dm me so i'm here ending and closing my podcast and next month of april we are doing um a new a theme based on environment so i see you next month bye all right we are reaching the end of the episode now thank you guys for listening please follow like and subscribe at youtube facebook spotify instagram social media page for more of our content and um of course it is um joyful evidence happiness you can search in youtube ig facebook spotify and um if you're interested in one-on-one free coaching session you can just pm me dm me in the social media page or just call me at my number 469 469 see you in next podcast bye for now